0: welcome to the existential millennial podcast where we are jamming on all things life love and spirituality and aiming to answer the universal question of why this show is all about igniting a stronger humanhood in and around us by living more consciously i'm so excited to welcome you to today's show because i am jamming on a topic that i absolutely love that i had to come back and talk about a little bit more whether y'all like it or not Because Homegirl is a major, major fan. So I'm all about our universal consciousness. I call myself a consciousness coach and I am all about this love consciousness. I popped in last week to talk about this and that was the first thing that I ever recorded for the podcast. And I don't, there was not enough like oomph there for me. Um, And so I wanted to come back in and share a little bit more. And so Ah, man, mm, let's drop in real quick. Mm. Yes. So this idea of the universal consciousness starts with the idea that you are consciousness incarnate. You are God. God is within you. And to me, my, my understanding of God is the grand overall design. Personally, I'm a major fan of calling God universe source Gus because, you know, we don't want to offend anybody by calling it something that's like, ain't it, but like, bro. So I call it Gus. So homeboy Gus over here. You are homeboy Gus in human form. You are a spiritual being having a human experience inside a human body. And you can agree or disagree, but... There, Now, today, in our world, we are seeing the integration of metaphysics with actual physics. And we are beginning to see this convergence of all of this information that was happening in our ancient world merge with modern day science. And we're finding that This whole, all the woo woo things are actually not so woo woo like we thought. And so, just sit with me for this, with this for a little while. You were made because Gus decided he wanted, they wanted you to be made. And in that way, you are his child, you are their child. You are an image. You came into this world pure, pure as God. And as you move through this world, you began to build identities, have beliefs, emotional reactions to things, and living more deeply in your humanness while forgetting really deeply about your godness and that divinity that is within you, because it is within you, <laughs> and the human world, the five, the three D world operates in this lack because because it just does. I don't really know where to go with that. <laughs> and it lives in this world of lack, and it lives in this space of having to go externally for validation, and it lives in this world of. everything outside and as we move into this new earth and we move into this 5d reality that you know in 100 years ain't nobody going to give any sort of crap about what's outside like humans nowadays are so so enthralled and moved by and motivated by more stuff and more cars and more this and more that and Yes, it all might be in the pursuit of becoming happier or you know becoming a better person or whatever. But like, is that new car really what you need? <laughs> Sorry, that was like, that was a jab. That was a jab. That was a jab. <laughs> um, no. Okay, I digress. Uh so, 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 so. As we move into this 5D world. I feel like in 100 years, we're not going to give a crap about what's outside. And we're not going to give a crap about, uh, you know, the color of skin. Or the religion that you follow. Or the job that you have. Currently, we're so attached to all of those identities that it separates us. And that's the thing about... This new world and this new earth that we're moving into is if you are a child of God, if you are a child of Gus, that that applies that your roommate, the person sitting across from you at the table, the person that you're crossing that cut you off in traffic is also that. Although again, the humanness might've covered all that up, all that shit up. All that shit right up, man. And you know, so they're a tyrant, they're angry all the time. They've forgotten their godlike nature. They've forgotten their childlike nature. We're not even talking about childlike, man. We're talking about godlike because the childlike is the godlike. And for the most part. <laughs> because that's a fully expressed version of something. Uh, <laughs> and and so, okay. <laughs> And so we are all children of God. And I feel like one of the biggest challenges that we will have as we move into this new space is remembering that I know for me, my family in particular, I have to consistently remind myself And I've really been like beginning to um, now, you know, because I've been in Virginia now uh, or have been for like, you know, a month. And so I've been hanging out with my family a lot more than I had in years past. And I find myself having to remind myself, uh, you know, that if I'm in the pursuit of my spiritual being and if I have a knowing that I have a soul self and a higher self and the unconditional part of me is there and exists within me, (laughs) then they also have that same thing. And I love this quote because it just embodies this so well, but see the light in others and treat them as if that's all you can see. So I've been sort of, I've been really like playing with that. Over the last month with my family in particular, just because like, I know for me, my ability to like, mm, (laughs) no offense to any of my family that's listening, but they know what I mean. They will understand. I can be a little bit of a bitch to them sometimes. And so like, and I feel like that is because I will call myself out on that. I can definitely be a little bit of a bitch to them. Um, because I know I can get away with it is the thing. It's like, I can know I can get away with that shit with them, but I really like, don't like that I do it, but it's still just like, I don't know, the middle child in me or something. Um, and so I've really been like playing with this because I know that my ability to (sighs) truly live in unconditional love for my family is going to be like one of my greatest, teachings of all of my life. And I honestly feel like it's a major major part of my work here on this planet too, like not particularly just my family, but just like families in general and helping them heal trauma. Again, I digress. Um I digress. And you know, I think that brings me to a really interesting point though, because I talked about this unconditional or unconditional love and unconditional nature that is within So the God, the peace of God that is within us is the unconditional part of us. And so I love this because our soul self already has all the things that we want as a human. And our soul self is full. Our soul self is whole. And our soul self is what allows us to be and do and have all things, anything. And so... It knows its power, and it also knows its darkness. It knows that there is no light without the darkness. It knows that you could be a well, well put together woman or man, and also a total fuck up at the same time. And you could live on these two ideas of duality and be like, you know, want to really move towards one side of this. Like I'm only light. I'm only light. But honey, light does not exist without dark. And that darkness is what creates the wholeness. And yeah, like, we are godlike, but our divinity is not necessarily... Our spiritual being is not necessarily all light. Like, our soul self puts lessons and darkness in our lives so that we can learn to move through that and then bring light to it. And, like, mm, okay, I, like, I'm, like... As I said that, I'm, like, kind of backing on the validity of that statement. But, like, the validity of the statement of, like, the darkness within the soul self. But, like, I don't... I think it's less about the dual. The thing is, is that it's so much less about the duality in the soul self realm. In the 5D realm, it's not about the duality. In the 5D realm, it's about the one. And and um, in the 5D, it's... In the 5D, we are all things. In the 5D, we have no limits and there is nothing outside of us. There's just that level of existence. And so, but there is validity there. I will say there is validity in the statement that our soul self will bring us lessons, will bring us a darkness to bring us lessons. That is 110% true. If you lived through 2018, that is 110% true. <laughs> um and that's the thing is like I feel like we are at such a pinnacle point in our collective that like I have not seen I mean I feel like everybody was down as fuck about 2018 and everybody's type is fuck about 2019 and I have never maybe this is just because I've been able like people are just in training to my energy but like I've heard some really conscious as fuck statements come out of some people that I didn't think would happen. I would be like, what just came out of your mouth? Um, And I'm so proud of that. I don't even know these people. And I'm just like, oh my God, what? What just came out of your mouth? That's amazing. Um, Because everybody's tapping into it. Everybody's getting savvy to this thing. And like, whether you realize it or not, whether or not you actually believe in it, if you pay it, if you're watching and paying attention like, freaking Forever 21 selling freaking crystals. Like, they're fake. But, like, and tarot cards and, you know, freaking um, card decks and crystals and all this stuff is becoming main the fuck stream. Freaking Heal on freaking Netflix, guys, is, like, my freaking life's work in a gosh darn movie. But it's like that stuff is going into the mainstream. And so basically in this space that we're in right now, the train is coming, and you can either choose to get on the damn train, or the train's going to fucking leave without you, and then you're just going to be really confused what the frickin' freaking hell happened. And, <clears throat> and you'll just be... <laughs> and you're just going to wonder what the hell happened, because, like, you know, we talk about it being a tide rising, but, like, you... You'll wonder what happened and then you'll realize that you're also transforming at the same time and one day you're just going to wake up and you're probably going to actually have that thought because we are, it's, we're all, the collective is all rising, all of us, new, like there are two sides of the coin for sure. There are some people who are all bought in and there are some people who are not bought in at all, but at the same time, like shit's moving no matter where you're going. The tide is rising, And so looping back to kind of what I was talking about at the beginning here is this idea of you being conscious incarnate and like not having to seek validation from anything outside of you. And in 20 years, I feel like our world will be so much less about who did this to that and oh my gosh, he cut me off in traffic and... You know, it'll be less about those things and it'll be more about the progression of humanity. And I got into this conversation a couple weeks ago where he was like, you know, what do you think would happen if we had more brain power? And it was a really intriguing thought. He was just like, well, I feel like we would get like, you know, um, the world could potentially be an even worse place because people are using more of their brain, which means they could do more damage. And I kind of like thwarted that a little bit because if humans were able to use more of their brain and use more of their brain power, they would be even more connected to the unconditional part of them. And the unconditional part of all of us is connected. It's connected to the trees. It's connected to the, it's connected to God, universe, source. It's connected to like all the things, literally all the things (laughs) And and you know life is fleeting, but there's still this like really, really, really unconditional part that lives throughout all of us, and that is that is what connects us all. And so the I thought in my mind, the more that we can pick up on our own brain power, the more that we actually will probably offer, operate more from the one love and more from the oneness and more from the unconditional nature of all of us rather than the other side. Now, truth be told, if this did come into fruition, then like there would probably be a little bit of time where there might be like a lot of contrast to that. Like if, you know, cause this it's going to swing like this, it, the pendulum would swing. If we have more brain power, there's going to be one side of people with ha- that have more brain power that are like, Oh my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to help humanity. And then there's the other side that's like just serving as contrast. That's going to you know, do sh- fuck shit up. But at some point it would move into more harmony. You know, it's like, it's what we're experiencing now. And, um, Yeah. So, and I think that's kind of wicked to think about because I think, you know, this unconditional nature is what we have to keep in mind throughout this rising and throughout this new earth, this transition of new earth is we have been operating so much from a space of separation and so much from a space of like just time and space and like, oh my gosh, I can see this thing and I can hear this thing and I can taste this thing. So it must exist. And we haven't been giving so much, paying so much homage or this is not the word I was looking for, but like, we haven't really been acknowledging the fact that there's probably something within the air and like air is something in and of its own. And so like, you know, if you're looking at it on a wicked quantum level, like down to the freaking cell, then like you would see that there's not really any separation between anything, 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 because it's just a, an accumula- a different accumulation of other cells, but it's just the same sort of cell, you know, like on a quantum deep level micro as fuck. Um, And so as we move into this new earth, it is going to be less about separation and more about the oneness and, and our inherent connection as human beings, especially and our inherent connection to nature and the pattern that we see within the world and the pattern that is, you know, apparent, but people aren't really, like, paying attention. Anyway, that was a little bit of a digression. Um, and, you know, paying attention to synchronicities or looking for angel numbers or, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like, I find it to be no coincidence that I just happen to be here for particular things in Grand Rapids that, like, have brought me so much joy. There's no coincidence in that it's connected. And like the person that I cross on the street, I don't know them. I don't know them at all, but like in some way we're connected because somehow our our paths crossed in life, like even for a split second, but they, they crossed. And like, there's no coincidence in that. And it's no coincidence that like me leaving five minutes later kept me from being in an accident. And you know, so like, anyway, our, Our our biggest challenge within this new earth is going to be learning and reminding ourselves of the unconditional nature of other people. Because like take driving in a car, for instance. You can be spiritual as fuck and you get in a car and somebody cuts you off and you drop back so quick into your human self. Like, man. Man or an intimate relationship. Like I personally like have done so much spiritual work, but I know that if I got into a relationship, shit would still be fucking blown open. And <laughs> and it would be I would be like, "Wait, what? What just happened?" But that was that is Gus, that is God coming in to teach me a lesson and to get to know my soul self a little bit more through that lesson. And I don't know where I was going with all that. Um, (sighs) So, yeah, that's our biggest task. Our biggest, biggest task is remembering the oneness that is within all of us humans. And the other thing that I think will be the other, the biggest part of this is... Mmm, wow, okay, there's actually a lot sitting within this now that I like drop in. Um that mmm <sighs> wow, there's a lot. Okay. trying to figure out how to articulate this cuz i'm like there's like a lot here okay so i'll just the second thing is that like there's a joseph spence's quote dispensa quote from the movie heel it's a doc on netflix just so everybody knows um i'll put it in the show notes probably um that he says that which what is it hold on i'm pulling it out cuz like i got to know i got to know i got to know um, the power that made the body heals the body. So God, universe, source, created the body. And so therefore it can heal it as well. And I think that was the powerful illustration in Heal for me is our ability to heal ourselves on a multitude of levels. And I'm in the camp of thinking that things like like for instance, my grandmother had Luke Gehrig's disease and you know, it's a muscular, um, I forget the actual term, but it's a, um, neuromuscular disease. And it, I believe, and she was a worry warrant. So like, I believe that her worrying over a chronic, over a long amount of time, created chronic stress in her body, so then it manifested as a neuromuscular disease. And I think that this is our also great awareness as we move into this new earth is if you're sick, if you're getting acne, if you are, you know... Uh, I don't know, sick. I don't know. That's a good example because I know a lot of people who are chronically sick, and you know, I mean, they're sick like once a month, and you know, whether or not that's like your own upper limit, but more likely, it's probably you and your you're stressing yourself out. <laughs> or like, it's we put our body, because of our mind, we put so much stress on our body and it causes a lot of discord for the body and it manifests in different ways. And so like me for instance, I've been experiencing a lot of acne and I know on some level it's mild um, lack of nutrition, but I also know that it's like a little bit of stress and um, it's, it is somewhat diet. I acknowledge that, but like I think on some level it's also just like the purging of things that have been happening in my body. And, like, I was nauseous, like, all of last week, and I swear that was my body just, like, being like, okay, we got to get this shit out. now, get it out, get it out, you know? And, like, I think that that's our, like, so I say this healing thing, but truly it's, like, having a little bit more grace with ourselves so that we don't stress ourselves out as much because that stress, that chronic stress over the long term is going to end up being more detriment to our body, obviously, than if we were just moving from a little bit more, a place of like a little bit more abundance. Um, and like a little bit more from the space of the soul self rather than the human self, because that's like stress comes about because we're not (sighs) trusting the process. And as we move into this new earth, we're being asked to trust the process even more. We're being asked to let go of the expectation and be and just allow. Because a lot is shifting. And if we push too hard and don't allow ourselves to rest, we're going to end up hitting a fucking wall. And our human self is the one stressing out. So if we can pull the soul self out more, And bring that into the world. Will be a little bit less stressed. And. Yeah. So. There's that. I also want to drop in. And like. Okay. So. I could sit here and talk about external validation. For a pretty long time. Talk In terms of the new earth. But. I don't think it's really about that. I think for me, what's coming up most is... is judgment. One of the biggest... one of the other biggest things that goes alongside of this, like, oneness conversation is that... personally, I will not not allow myself to gossip anymore. I mean, like, yeah, I have some moments of, like... I will share an observance, but like, I don't really like taking part in gossip or especially when I can hear mad judgment in somebody's voice towards somebody else. I just won't because in a world where we are one, if I see something in you, that's something that I see in myself. And if you've been around my parts for a little while, you know that I believe this, but like, my judgment on you tells me more about myself than it does tell me about you. It tells me where my opportunity for growth is for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. And it shows me where I could offer myself some more love and, you know, kind of question it. I mean, not in like a, "why is this happening? But like just sit with it. Just like, okay. Notice the judgment coming up and be like, "Mm, okay, what is this? And kind of like grooving it, (laughs) grooving it. What does that even mean? (laughs) And, um, you know, (laughs) I kind of giggling on myself. (sighs) So you sense the judgment coming up You can see it. You're aware of the judgment, which is awesome. That's really great, actually, because I've become more and more aware of my own judgments. And the more that you can become aware of them, the more you can work through them. So working through them and wondering like, wow, okay, why is this person, you know, triggering this judgment in me? What about myself am I like seeing within that? And in the world of oneness, which is the world that we live in, If we're saying bad things about somebody else, it's because we want to change them inside of us. And if we can see it in them, then we can see it in us. And if we are sharing negative things about other people, beyond just the judgment, we are sending out negative karma. And like something as easy as somebody cutting you off in traffic... And sending them bad juju, just by you cussing at them, is bringing the bad juju back to you. Because, 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 because. because lots of train of thought. Um. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> we can have the judgment, we can be aware of the judgment. Great. Awesome. The other awareness is to continue to lessen the judgment. And the more that you become aware of your own judgment, the I feel like naturally it will sort of lessen in that process simply because um, you'll be able to automatically move to things with love, um, with the intention of love, Because you have the awareness of the judgment. And so if you're aware of something and kind of keeping track of it, it kind of lessens it. Um, Like it naturally just lessens it. So in this space of judgment, I think in 20 years, you're just not even going to see... I mean, we won't have no judgment. But like I think in 20 years, gossiping will not be the conversation that we have. Like I love that Eleanor Roosevelt quote that is um, small people discuss people, Media, like, I don't know what the exact quote is, but like, it's like this idea of like, some people discuss people, some people discuss ideas, and some people discuss like, um, something bigger than that, I don't remember the exact quote, wow, I'm totally butchering right now, um, wow, okay, now I have to go look this shit up, oh, okay, so I have to go look this shit up now because I'm annoyed that I like totally screwed it up. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Boom diddly. So great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, and small minds discuss people. And so here's my thing. I think that in 20 years, as we've evolved much further, there will be no small minds. Maybe 50 years. I don't know. There will be no small minds. There will be no discussing of people except for in a way of love. And there will be more talk of deeper conversations because as we move into this new earth, we're going to tap into more of what matters. And to me, what matters and what I believe most people would say matters is the evolution of our humanity and helping people. I know so many people that want to help so many people and I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. And and I can sense the intention for that is also from a place of love and not just for, you know, external reward or anything like that. But like innately because of this unconditional part of us and this part of us that connects all of us to each other, we want to help each other because we can see on an even on a very 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 subconscious level that like I am you and you are me and that we are we and that like i really cannot exist without you and like you cannot exist without me and i think we definitely sense that on a soul level and so that's why people want to help people but i feel like over this new this expansion of the new earth it's going to be a greater learning in this for all of us because eventually in like when my children have children I feel like our evolution will be further along to the point where like we don't have to meditate. We don't think about judgment. We don't think about other people in that negative judgmental light. Like it's just going to be the way that we live and that we are here on this earth as the shepherds to bring this in. And that's why I'm so passionate about sharing this message, is because it's not about me. It's not at all about me. It's not about you. It's not about it's about all of us. And it's 110% about the generations that are coming after us and being shepherds of the new earth for them so that they can live in a world of less suffering because we learned to live in a world of less suffering and we learned that our world was oneness. When we live, there are some societies in the world that live from a place of oneness. They're much happier, cohesive, collaborative societies and The United States was built off of separation. It was built on separating from something else. And I'm not saying that, no, that the United States is the only country in the wrong. But, like, our world has been constructed in a way where all we see is separation. And we're going to eventually learn. All of us are going to eventually learn. All of us already all know that we are connected. All of us already know that we are one. It's a matter of learning it and relearning it because it's there. It's just been covered up by all of the humanness and all of the separation that exists here within our world. And and we're all going to learn and relearn this fact, this innate nature of our unconditional nature. And as we can move as we can uncover and unravel and throw rocks into the glass, that is our limited human identity, and moving towards our more spiritual soul self and the unconditional part of us, we can continue to bring that into the world simply because of the way that we exist. Because I don't say this like pompously. I really don't. The only way that I have such a loving community here in Grand Rapids is because I am a really loving person. It's the only way that I can see that I have a loving community is because I am a loving community. And that's great. And that's awesome. And, but... And I I say, this is what I'm saying that's like, I'm trying to be humble about it, but like people want to hang out with me because I have good energy and because they can sense on a subconscious level that, or they know if they're friends with me, they know that I care very, very deeply about them, but they know on a subconscious level that, okay. So I say this because people who are, are, Living more from the soul self and operating from that place and less from the place of ego will naturally attract people who want to do that within themselves. People who want to live in a world of love and they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't be gravitated towards it if they didn't want it and who wouldn't want that. So why, you know, who wouldn't want that? So people are gravitating towards it. And I know I'm not the only one. We're all magnets. It's just like what, what we're actually a magnet for. And I just decided to get really intentional about like, I'm going to hold my energy at this spot. And not just because it'll make people want to hang out with me, but because I'm going to hold my energy here. Because I know that if I'm holding my energy here, I'm some, I am on a really deep core level bettering this earth. And that's the thing is like, we will never, I know that I'm meant to impact people. I don't know how many people I'm meant to impact. I really don't. And I don't really care about impacting that many people. I care about deeply impacting them. And I care about them deeply impacting the people around them and them people deeply impacting the people around them. Like I am just a big rock being thrown into a very still lake where I am creating ripples, big ripples. And some people, just a little pebble. And that's not a problem. But there's still ripples. And we are still no matter where we are in the world, no matter how many followers we have, no matter like what our brand looks like or anything like that, we can build a new We can build this new earth simply from our everyday movement and our everyday interaction and our everyday energy. And that's what I've been really growing through recently is like really maintaining a higher level of energy, not like enthusiasm. I don't mean energy from the level of like that, you know, like I'm really feeling energetic, but more so from the vibrational level of energy and that like I am learning to really embody the more joyful piece of me that I forgot about because I know that if I can live in that and people can see that as an example, then they will be inspired to move towards that too. And that's really like you, we don't have to have a million followers to have impact. We just have to be impactful with our own presence. And Letting people be in that space with us so that they can know it and share it and be a ripple themselves. And that's what I think is also so flipping cool about this whole entire new earth is that I've seen such an increase in collaboration, an increase in um, on a lot of different levels, not just within the coaching industry or the spiritual development space. Just more people helping people, even if it's just somebody walking across the street or like, wow, Hey, I saw you crying. Can I help you out? Like, I know you might, you don't know me, but like, I'm here for you if you want to talk about it and like little tiny, minute, minuscule things. But I feel like we, we all know, like I said, we all know that we are connected It's a matter of learning it. And I think we're learning it. And so you're seeing people be more for the humanity than they ever have been. And in the case of the United States, Donald Trump might suck. I'll just say that. We might be really upset and frustrated by him. And I get really, I actually get really frustrated with how much people dehumanize him because They're dehumanizing him, they're taking him, they are creating him in this like awful image, not thinking about the fact that he is also a child of God. This just happens to be a really, this just happens to be this expression of this particular soul. And truthfully, I'm happy that he is here. Because he has woken our country the fuck up to the fact that we need to be more cohesive than separate. And that is powerful. And I'm not I'm not bypassing any of the things that he's done or said or any of that. I really don't want to get political in this podcast in general, but like I'm just saying, guys, be watch how you're dehumanizing him if you do dehumanize him because like you're just dehumanizing yourself in that process and that's shitty. Don't do that. Just don't. Just don't. Throughout this whole entire conversation, I've been talking about the unconditional part of us. He's got that same unconditional part inside of himself. And, you know, yeah, it's shitty right now. But, like, we have a freaking spiritual, I don't even know what to call her. But Marianne freaking Williamson's going now. Like, she wouldn't have ever done that if Donald Trump had not been elected to presidency. Like, that's just it, guys. It is just all connected. And there is no coincidence. And this new earth is just one that is going to be full of love one day. But it cannot be full of love one day if we are not there for it today. I think that's all I got to say. I think that's all. I really appreciate you listening to this episode of the Existential Millennial Podcast and being here with me while I rant and ramble about one of my most passionate topics. And yeah, I'm excited to see you guys next week. If this message resonated with you, I invite you to share it with your community because again, mm, 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 I want to make sure as many people hear that we are one so that we can begin to build that awareness and really, really live in this world of love. Have an awesome, awesome week.